Welcome to episode 97 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, along with my family. Beside me, we got first arrival, Mr. Jalen Benjamin. Hey, man. Every week, you know, <laughs> it's a blessing to be here, my guy. I like it. I like it. Diagonal, we got Mr. Johnny Mars. Yo, I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that? You saw what he got? What? Got with, uh, there, it looked like a massage gun. Oh, uh, <laughs> but that thing didn't work too. My bad. Last but not least, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cut through. Uh, gentlemen, how are you guys doing? <laughs> mm, doing bad. Um, <coughs> little. I don't know. I don't know how I'm doing, Bruiser. Why don't you having a midlife crisis? Oh, what's wrong with you? Talk man, to no man, just showing my behind, brother. Oh, well, we, <laughs> we're here for you, man. If you ever need something, this is a podcast for black men, you know, the, the voice, their expressions, frustrations, emotions, bro. I'm here for you, man. Yeah, but Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Quarter life crisis, mm-hmm. quarter, quarter life, quarter life crisis. Jesus, how you doing, John? <clears throat> muscles, I see muscles. Nah, I don't know. sports as well as again these got a magazine due next week so it's just writing these stories getting these interviews and oh well and i'm out tomorrow i'm actually covering not covering but i want to have a chance to uh, interview some of the final four the coaches and a few players tomorrow so what's up, hey. what's up? Hey, pretty interesting yeah i found out about that uh, a week ago but they just sent the information today or yesterday is it houston yeah, Houston head coach, Gonzaga head coach, Baylor head coach, and UCLA head coach, and they said uh, one student, a couple of student athletes, gonna be on the panel. Uh, I hope I hope Deke on it. I hope Deke on it. That'll be fine. We get to talk to Deke. Oh yeah, I just gotta come up with some questions. Say, if, you see Deke, hey, hey, if you see Deke, you be like, I'm from the West Bank. You be like, oh, Deke, we have a whole little thing going. Oh, what what? Well, yeah, you feel me? <laughs> I don't say Derek. <laughs> <laughs> you be like. He was like, my brother I always talk about it. My brother know who you are. I'm a little younger, but <laughs> yeah, you be straight. So yeah, it's cool. Just been, you know, been working. To get started, where you guys like to start? Yeah, nobody asked me how I'm doing. Oh, I thought we did. How you doing, man? I'm doing, John got his game time decision. Jalen showing his behind. Bruiser working. I've been working too, a little bit. Had a, had a phone interview for one, of my, for one of my jobs yesterday. And then, um... You know, uh, still been doing the real estate stuff, still been showing houses. And then on top of that, um, got another job I've been working on. So, okay. Got to make a decision. So we, you know, well, we like you. Is that, 
Everybody working. Is that an applesauce patch? Where would you guys like to start? There's news in both NBA and NFL college uh, basketball. College basketball. Get it out there. <clears throat> All right. So the final four is finally has has been decided. We have number one Gonzaga going up against number eleven UCLA. On the other side of bracket, we have number one Baylor going up against number two Houston. Uh, let's do our let's get our predictions in, man. Who do you guys have winning these final four matchups? Who's going to win the NCAA championship? Cut Carter, you can go first. In my original bracket, I had Arkansas beating. Baylor and playing Houston and beating Houston and going to the championship game against Michigan, who lost to UCLA. So now I got to call the audible and I'm probably going to lose some money to my friend that I did the bracket with or, you know, whatever. But I have Gonzaga beating the living dog piss out of UCLA. It won't be close. And then on the other front, the Battle of Texas, unofficially, I like to give it to the underdog. I hope Houston gets them. Houston versus Gonzaga is my prediction for the championship game. In that game, the favorite is Gonzaga. But I'm going to go with Houston because they got they playing for something, and i like to see them boys get it. That's me. So I'm going with Houston as my as my alternate pick. But, again, the favorite is Gonzaga. For, like, they could, they're, they're the favorite. Deep in the heart of Texas. JB, you ready? John, I mean, it'd be ridiculous to not choose Gonzaga. It'd almost be like not choosing the New England Patriots that went 18 and 0 to not win the Super Bowl, which they did lose. But Gonzaga is playing at an elite level of collegiate basketball and hoops, and they just convincingly got their way to the Final Four, the most convincing of any team. So I definitely see them winning. It all. I mean, Houston, they could come out and beat Baylor and then maybe give them a run. I think Brahms is nice, but at the end of the day, when you have been winning so long for so many months, you figure it out. There's a system to it, and you're comfortable. And I don't think they'll be nervous in pressured moments if it comes down to it. They should get past UCLA. No, 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 like, you know, disrespect to UCLA. You know what I'm saying? My favorite player, Zach Levine, came out of UCLA. So there's a little soft spot for them that low-key win. I know Zach kind of root for him, but it just it just don't sound right saying Gonzaga's gonna lose. 30 and 0. That's that's my pick, man. So that's what I'm doing. JB. Upset alert. I'm riding with the Bruins, man. History will repeat itself. When the Bruins stormed in there and basically upset the Gonzaga, whatever their mascot is, because I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I'm riding with UCLA, man. They right where they supposed to be. Them guys have been playing tough all tournament and deserve their spot. They deserve their shine. I feel like they'll pull it out. Um, Gonzaga could come in and, you know, they're obviously, the, you know, not the underdog. So, you know, I feel like they come in a little lax and let UCLA win. And as far as uh, Houston versus Baylor, come on, man, I'm riding with Houston. And um, I got Houston winning the whole thing. And those are my picks right there. Mm, what about you? I like it. I like it. Uh, Houston, Baylor, I am leaning towards Houston. I love what their coach is doing, black coach. Coaching his tail off for them boys. And I think they could get off the upset. Baylor's a tough team with a star player, but I think they got it. Yes, he is black. 
I told mama he was black. My mama argued me down he wasn't black. <laughs> and on the other side of things, no upset is happening. I think Gonzaga is well on their way to finally win the NCAA championship after um they went undefeated one year um a couple years ago and they didn't get the job done. But I think this year with this team that it just it just meant it don't know. If they're gonna beat UCLA, I agree with cut they're gonna beat the brakes off them, but in the championship, depending on the matchup, I think Baylor can get them a run for their money as well as Houston, but we've seen it all throughout the tournament. Who's going to be the team that can stop this undefeated Gonzaga team, man? No team has stepped up to the plate, and I think they'll, they'll go perfect, man, to be one of the greatest college basketball teams ever in a COVID period, COVID season. Y'all remember what happened last time everybody picked against me? <laughs> your, your magic has run out, my friend. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> UCLA. UCLA. Nah, your magic has run out. But on the women's side of things, I want to shout out to the women Final Four. In the semifinals, we have number one seed Stanford going up against number one seed South Carolina. And on the other side, we have number one UConn versus number three Arizona. I can go first. Uh, for, the, for the Stanford South Carolina side of things, I'm leading towards South Carolina. They've been demolishing teams this whole tournament. I think they will continue that run against Stanford. I think the game will be really good. And on the other side of things, I think the UConn women, after narrowly defeating, I believe, Baylor by two points, I think they'll keep their momentum. They just a little scared. Always motivates a, a dynasty of a team. That was a foul. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, you're never going to take back a, a foul if it's going your way. So if you don't, know, UConn. Nobody asked them to take it back. Everybody just acknowledged that it was a foul. <laughs> Acknowledge doesn't matter. If they didn't call it. Like so like the Saints Rams that we always do. If they didn't call it, it didn't matter. You know we cheated. You know? Oh. But you think if that was if it was the Rose Rose reverse and that was the Rams, there's no clapping on the Rams, we would blow up. Yeah, we would be. But I think UConn will meet South Carolina championship. And I'm always running with the dynasties in basketball, man. Well, in college basketball rather. So I like UConn to finally um Get that, get another championship, and I believe their coach Gene had COVID nineteen, so he wasn't there at the beginning of the tournament. Have him back, just the motivation factor for the UConn women. I think they'll capture the NCAA title. Anybody else? Man, come on now. We know UConn's gonna go crazy. Page from the beginning, buckets. It's a wrap, dog. UConn for sure. I'm and going then, man, I got. I'm I'm riding with South Carolina. South Carolina has also been dominant the entire tournament. So, I mean, how could you not really ride with them at this given stage of the game? You know what I'm saying? So, those are my predictions. I feel as if UConn is going to win it all. They've always been basketball excellence. Um, and I, I see it going no differently, honestly. Paige is going to get buckets. It's, it's no one that can stop it. Sorry. I'm going with a uh... UConn to win. UConn plays who again? They play a uh, really don't matter. Three Arizona, number three Arizona. Yeah, they're gonna be. <laughs> and then South Carolina gonna be Stanford. And then I'm honestly after the coach try, try to come for my for my goat LeBron. I don't know. I'm going with South Carolina, bro. I'm not rocking with UConn. I don't care about the dynasty. South Carolina got something brewing over there too. You know the statue of Aja Wilson, first black person on campus. Statue Re of black person on campus. You did. I don't know how, how was he coming for uh, LeBron. All he said was, LeBron, if it would happen your way, you wouldn't say it was a foul either. But nobody said that. It was a foul, bro. <laughs> it 
It's okay. Like it's it's okay. It was a, no, a bad no call, but it was a foul. Yeah. And I like that Baylor team too. That, I think that's why I'm a little offended because that Baylor team was actually really nice. Yeah. But hey. Shout out to those young ladies. And Johnny, Johnny Morris. Yeah, uh, I'm going Stanford actually to win it all. UConn should be Arizona convincingly. Uh, actually, I don't think it'd be convincing. I think UConn, I think it's going to be, I think, you know, fate is going to catch up to them actually. And as much as I'd like to think they're going to beat Arizona, there's a feeling in me that says they don't actually make the championship, despite the dynasty, despite the greatness. But what I'm saying, I'm saying UConn is going to win, but there's a feeling that tells me Arizona is going to like prevent them from going. However, my pick to win it all is Stanford. I think they had a couple of great games throughout the tournament. Um, that proved they were of championship worthiness. So makes sense for them to win it all and pull off what may be an upset over South Carolina. Facts. Put a case of Gatorade on it then. <laughs> See, he don't believe it. Let alone what it means. Huh? It's about catching Gatorade. What? No, put a case of Gatorade on it. Like you want to bet a case of Gatorade? <laughs> bet you a case of Gatorade, sir. Yes. All right. Okay. I don't drink Gatorade. So what do I get? I don't want that. You don't drink Gatorade. So what do you drink? We'll give you a case of Propel water. How about that? <laughs> if you can find a case of Propel water, sure. Yeah, I'll take you it. You can go. All right, bet. Bet, bet, done. You like, like Snapple. I'm just getting him a case of Snapple. You got to get me a case. <laughs> How you don't like Gatorade but drink Snapple? I know I'm going to win. I don't, I don't drink Snapple. I, Start, I, need, I need a case of, uh, I don't want a case of, bro. I need a case of some Minute Maid, something. Some Minute Maid. Hey, wow. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I want uh, That's what I want. What? It's boxes of cereal. That's what I'm nah. saying. That's detrimental to your health, bro. I can't. I can't <laughs> too much sugar. <laughs> unless you, uh, unless you're gonna get honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> low cholesterol. Low Low cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, any more NCAA? Uh, college basketball news. Before we move on. Okay, and keeping the theme of basketball going, we will talk about basketball moves. So after we got off the podcast last week, or the day after, news broke that one, LaMarcus Aldridge joined in Brooklyn Nets after after a buyout with the San Antonio Spurs. And days later, Andre Jum was bought out from the Cleveland Cavaliers and signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. So guys... Before we get into the league, which one was better between Drummond and Marcus Aldridge, do you guys think the NBA should change their NBA buyout rules? Because if if, teams, if high, great players with high salaries continue to get bought out and go to these super teams, there's no there's there's a lack of parity, even though these players aren't in their primary careers. How do you think the NBA should handle their, the NBA buyouts in the future? They need to stop crying. Who is they? Whoever complained about the buyout thing. <laughs> 
it's been going like this for years. I don't understand. Like, people acting brand new. This always happens. It's been happening. And but, nine out of ten, most of the teams that get the buyout player don't win. So, But you were the one. You didn't like when the Nets got Blake Griffin when he signed with them. You I, No, see, but the difference is these decisions are made by the players. Not a player is in control. I didn't like – I don't like his decision. I don't necessarily not like the option. You know what I'm saying? I want – my preferred destination would have been somewhere else for him. But, you know, that's, that's his decision. So, I don't – I don't think it should stop because, like I said, the team I want him to go to is Lakers. The team, the Lakers ended up getting Drummond, who I think is better than him anyway. So it just, you know, it's it's just how the game goes. Blake Griffin is washed. He right where he's supposed to be, in my opinion. <laughs> he, what has he done that's been so impressive? That's like, oh, my I mean, God. He got 17 the other day, and that was like a, a wild moment because everybody was like, oh, I didn't know he could drop 17. But think about that. You didn't know the man could drop 17. He's washed, bro. Andrew Witt, come on, bro. He's washed. But to answer your question, bro, I think, you know, I kind of agree with what Cut is saying, but I also see the side of why people are complaining because you got these small market teams who are essentially just losing out, bro. Like, don't nobody, when you're a superstar and you get bought out, where you want to go? Best place to win. Usually, that's with a bit market, just in a bit market city. So, you know, I feel like the NBA could come together and come up with a creative solution to the problem, you know, just so that could be handled. But that's my take on it. And uh, Blake Griffin is trash. I don't know. <laughs> I man. think the issue is not them getting a player from the buyout process. I think it's the issue that they're getting. The Nets have gotten multiple players with the buyout option that makes them heavy favorites uh, based on the betting odds and things like that and to in the East to win it or potentially win the finals. So I think that maybe the NBA should limit only one person can get bought out. I mean, one player that get bought out can go to one team. So I think other teams are feeling that they're not able to compete because they're loading their roster with talent. And it's supposed to, you want, this is supposed to be the year of parity original or last year was, but this year, even with KD and Kyrie, we thought everybody had a, a realistic chance to maybe go to the playoffs and win a championship. But now it feels like, uh, does it, Jalen? Why are you making a face at me? Because I'm just trying to say, see who made these guys the favorite. When you got Philly, you got Milwaukee, you got Miami, they love too. Yeah, to mention Miami. You got to, and KD ain't played since I don't know when. He's starting to make me look silly from what I said. Like, <laughs> I was about him in the beginning of the season because I don't know. And on top of that, what you think when playoff time come, like everybody could just turn it on and have chemistry? Nah, bro, that's not how that's gonna work. You gotta be, you gotta have team chemistry, talent, play hard nosed defense, and be able to scheme correctly. Like the Nets, okay, they got big names, but how are these pieces gonna fit together in a seven game series? I agree. When you play night to night, okay. You draw some up that night, boom, 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 see what works. When you plan a team back to back to back to back to back, like you got to continuously switch things up and have chemistry and be on the same accord defensively and offensively. Offensively, okay, they may be fine, but defensively, how they, what they going to do? That's my only question. Mm. Uh, John, how you feeling, man, with the NBA buyout process? I mean, <clears throat> I feel like it should be more competitive, but I, I don't know. At the same time, you want to give players as much freedom as possible. 
but I do want the teams to low-key have an input on, like, where the player goes. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, L.A., I mean, it does take a while for them to reach a buyout because they can bench you forever, like, and then finally decide, all right, you can get to a trade, so we'll buy you out, which I guess makes sense from a business point. You want to, you know, see if you can at least get something in return for this player. But that's still kind of crazy because they have to wait so long. So with that knowledge, I feel like, you know, they definitely should be able to sign at anything they want to. And if they're old in a vet like Blake in L.A., then why not go to a team? You don't have a ring. You want to get one. I don't know what it is, bro, about players wanting to get a ring. Like, does it even matter anymore? Like, like It matters, but it don't matter. Russell, Russell, I think Russell's comments yesterday killed it mattering for a lot of people. I think it's a case by case, by case basis on the player, like what they value. Yeah, yeah, and and if you are yeah, that's true. Blake was never a top five player in the NBA, so he's like, it was never gonna be like Blake gotta get a ring. When yeah. he was on the Clippers, everybody was kind of like, Chris needs this ring, Chris, yes. but nobody said Blake need the ring. Right. And I so I, I guess it is a case by case basis. Right. However, if the individual comes out and says he doesn't care like Russell just did, then, you know, there's nothing else to be said about it. <laughs> well, Russell on Step Brothers, last year I made this much money. <laughs> this much. <laughs> it just didn't work out. Like, it just, him getting to the championship, he went, he went, he was super young, going against Braun, and that prime of a team, of you know, it's like the situations in the NBA for Russ didn't work out. And that's that's just real. James Harden had something tumultuous. He literally, James Harden's literally had the same type of career as Russell Westbrook. He's just been on less teams. I can even give you a better example, Allen Iverson, and what we regard Allen Iverson. Hall of Famer, probably we got him top five shooting guards for sure. I have him fourth, but like it don't matter, bro. People see Iverson and know he was a dog. People gonna see Russ and be like. He one of the greatest point guards of all time, most athletic point guard of all time. It don't matter. It's only I think championships only matter when we're talking about goat status. If you're trying to be up there with the goats, yeah, championships but, matter to some greatest, degree. The greatest to play this game career-wise, because I mean, goat could go best mm-hmm. player on the court, or he could go career-wise, like your career. You might have had the best career, but you was never the the best. You weren't like you know what I'm saying. It's a lot of stuff that play into that. That's why I'd be like. You can have your goal, I can have mine, but don't tell me I'm wrong. I think it gotta go by errors. The only way it makes sense. Yeah, but like when people try to tell me like LeBron can't be the goat, I just be I just be like, and it's, it's, he's the goat of this era. But I'm telling you, people don't talk about Kareem as much as they should being the goat. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> pull up that man resume. It looks better than Jordan's. I'm telling you. <laughs> mm. A very interesting conversation. I did see what uh, Russell Westbrook and his wife Nina Westbrook said about Stephen A. About <laughs> that was really funny. I really appreciate what they said because some people feel that Stephen A. and Skip Bayless feel like they said they they changed the way fans perceive sports due to them always like either going back and forth about who's better, things like that, or always going about winning and championships, things like that. But it's more it's more into basketball than that. But so you know, shout out to the, the Westbrooks, man. Great. Uh, another NBA news before we get to our NBA takeaways is 
uh, Cut Carter's former player, J.J. Reddick, on his podcast, he said that don't trust the front office. He said, objectively speaking, that if you, he doesn't trust the man, uh, Cut, did you see his comments? I did. I read them. I, did, I mean, it's the first time I'm hearing something bad about the front office, but okay. Talk to us, man. How you feeling, man? How Because how, he wanted a buyout. He requested a trade first. Then they couldn't trade him. Then he requested a buyout. Then he was eventually traded to the Dallas Maverick. In the buyout, he said he was planning on going to Brooklyn uh, to go to Brooklyn Nets to, to be near his family d- during the COVID-19 pandemic. So how you feeling, man? Do you When you work, do you pick where you go when you got a job? Um, it, it, you, you, you could quit or you can opt out. <laughs> but but do you pick and tell your boss where you won't go if he if if you got a contract to play basketball? I mean play anything to do anything. You have a contract, you have a legal obligation to be where you at. Cool. Now I could tell you one thing, and I I I feel fault for them for this. I don't like that day. He said they told him, you know, we're gonna try to get you near him. And they did ultimately didn't ended up doing that. Also, however, he don't have no damn value. So it's hard for me to try to trade you when you're not you're not playing, you're hurt, your numbers down, you don't have much to value. But going back to the ultimate decision, JJ Reddick should have never came to the damn Pelicans because he's old and you trying to get a ring. That's what he's ring chase. He now he's when you're 35, ring chase. By all means, go ahead. So you wait, you support Archer's decision to ring chase. Yeah, because he not what he. He said he could, he could defensively on the switch, <laughs> did, defensively yeah. guard people on the switch. I like to see him on a Anthony Davis and LeBron switch. <laughs> if he could guard either one. No bigs on the switch. There, don't, don't even get... guard guards right now. Or, or no, or if they play, let me, let me pick a team. Yeah, sixes. Yeah, they Ben a Ben. No, he, he can't guard Ben. He can't guard Ben for nothing. I'm trying to think. He get a Seth Curry switch. Seth just gonna step back and shoot over him. It, he's too old. Okay, so I that part of his statement, I was like, bro, you 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 gotta. Good career, you might be a Hall of Famer eventually, but to say, no, Marcus Aldridge had a go look up his. He had a decent career. He, I said eventually, he's not gonna be first ballot or. JJ Reddick. No, 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 not JJ. Talking about Lamarcus. Oh, what? Talking about Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till we get into him. Go but ahead. back, back to JJ. <laughs> back to JJ. I, yeah, I just, I, I saw the comments. I hope it's not true, but if it is true. I do feel bad that they told him one thing and did the opposite. However, his value was down because of his his him being hurt. He hurt his heel. His numbers down from last year, and he's thirty six. It's not much value. So they sent him to Dallas, who sent us two young players back. So I get you wanted to be near your family, but you could have opted out if it was that big of a deal. Mm. You was away from your family when you was in the bubble. So what's changed? If somebody's sick in your family, I I I leave in a heartbeat. My job, you get leave for family members. Got you. Uh, uh, but I I think he's trying to make it seem like him coming out to say that about the organization. Low key giving the organization a bad look, like they're not loyal. But that's not the case. It's just you had no value. Did you admit that you don't have value on your podcast? I doubt it. Hmm. I got you. Uh, John, Jalen, your, your thoughts on this? Uh, J.J. Redick versus New Orleans Pelicans front office? Kind of agree with uh, Cut on this one. <laughs> he really didn't have much value. I'm not a fan of the players telling, you know, of the um, <clears throat> organization telling the players one thing and doing another, of course. But you got to think of it as a business. 
Um, dude, who is they gonna trade you for, bro? Definitely not draft compensation. You like you old, bro, and you injured. <laughs> what you? What could you expect? And they got you to Dallas. They got you to Dallas. So it's not like a bad situation. You on a parent, almost a guaranteed playoff team. They the seven yeah. seed. They almost guaranteed to make and, it. And you you'll fit well with Luca as a spot up shooter. So I mean, there's really no reason for you to sit there and be. You know what I'm saying? You understand how the business go. And he told think, Mark Cuban, he, 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 his other comment was he told Mark Cuban, uh, if this was any other season without this COVID thing, I'd love to be here in Dallas, but I really did want to be near my family. I'm like, you think Mark Cuban about to buy you out now? <laughs> no. He's lucky. Mark Cuban might cut him. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you know what I'm I wouldn't even cut him. It's like, why would I? He make, and he make like a decent amount of money, like $8 million. I'm like, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. Just... I think it's all just controversy. He just, he just won't, you know what I'm saying? Content is king, man. <laughs> Privilege. No, I'm playing. Uh, John, how you feeling? Do you agree? Uh, I mean, I saw the comments. He said he wanted to be close to his family. And uh, it wasn't necessarily, you know, trying. I mean, yeah, Brooklyn is the place to be for right now, Vince. And uh, that's ironic, too. You want to be near your family, but on the, on the, on the, on the best. Uh, free agent signing team, like, yeah, like, oh, I want, I'm, I'm, my family's in Brooklyn. I want to be in Brooklyn. I bet everybody <laughs> want to be in Brooklyn. They ring chasing. However, he said, oh, I would have been content with any team in the Northeast. All the teams in the Northeast are good. He also said, the Raptors. Well, the Raptors move out the Northeast technically, but they, that's the division. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, bro. He said Drew Holiday was there, and that's why he wanted to play with the Pelicans. But then they traded Drew Holiday. It was like he ain't like that, so he wanted to leave. But I don't think a buyout situation would have happened either. Like, why? Like, you're not worth the buyout. Like, I don't want like exactly. You don't make that much money to be bought out. You make eight million dollars. We can. It's not like you making. Drummond was making like twenty million dollars, but they they bought him out for a different reason. Situation like like you could you could splash there. Like you could try to get them. Imagine JJ Reddit walking in your office making demands, talking about hey, bro. <laughs> Why'd you trade Holiday? Well, you don't get out of my face. Go <laughs> get healthy. No yeah, I, I don't like that. I think his comments are a bad time because Lonzo come out and say, I'm committed to New Orleans and I love, I love playing with Zion and B.I. And then you come out and say this about the front office. So now, you know, you might have them young folk, the young boys thinking like, oh, nah, bro, this is a dog in the world. And we already in a bad market. Football so, town, yep. So football town and, I mean, on top of that, it's just hard to have an NBA team in a small. It's like if you're not in a big market or mid, mid big, like pushing big, it's it's hard. Uh, I don't like when they do that type of stuff to the team. Like you know what I'm saying? Don't don't diss our front office. <laughs> Before we uh move off of the the Pelicans, um, how you feeling? Cut uh Bi and Zion. Whose team is it? Oh, Zion's team. Even though Bi took that last the go ahead shot against the Celtics. Zion don't take jumpers, so don't if if they if you waiting on Zion to take the game winning jumper, <laughs> keep waiting. <laughs> now if he was wide open, is yeah, Zion might take it, but if we're gonna draw a play for anybody off the inbound that's not at the basket, if it was a to the basket play, I'm sure Zion would it would have been an inbound to BI and BI get the ball to Zion. Because uh, BI had nine assists that night. Do you but if it's coming down to uh a shooting, a jump shot? <clears throat> BI and then I ain't gonna lie, the second person in line to take that shot is Lonzo right now. <laughs> so 
Ain't no bless. So, hey, do you foresee an issue with a power struggle between Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson? About I think I think I don't think so. I think they both really nonchalant. Zion's the nice guy, and Bi is like Bi be dumb chill. I don't think it'll come to a power struggle. Jalen's. I think they very. I think. If Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can close this, I'm sure Bi and Zion can close this. And they both be getting theirs. It'd be different if one person get theirs and the other one doesn't. It, they both had 29 and 27, and Bi had nine assists. Jalen, your face didn't agree. I don't know, man. Like these kids nowadays, they get they get great. They the you guys nowadays, they have egos, bro. They, they got egos. They both went to Duke, bro. They both. We got a young team. Our team is young. It's a bunch of young guys just hooping. That's all it is. It's a blessing. And Stephen Adams, bro, don't do that. Terrible. Adam fits great. Adam fits great, but his numbers don't look good. But we, I mean, he do what he's supposed to do. He ain't got rust, so you don't you can't expect the numbers look good, boy. But I don't like. See, when we extended Stephen Adams, I was also confused. It's just like when you got a young. I know you got to have veterans, but sometimes the youth movement is on. Like you got to just live. You got to live in that youth. Gonna movement. live with the youth movement, but y'all gonna make the playoffs with the youth movement. I mean, I don't know. We've been Nikhil Alexander Walker been starting over since Lonzo been hurt, and we ain't lost but one game. Mm, I got you. Um, anymore. And when Jackson Hayes plays, we don't lose except like a couple games, like. But he wasn't getting minutes for Juan Hernan Gomez at some point. So I, I just don't understand what was going on at first. I got you. Guys, NBA takeaways before we move on. What do you got for me from the, this last week of basketball activities, NBA? Um, number one takeaway. I told y'all boys three months ago. Tyrese Halliburton is going to win rookie of the year. I said this. He's starting in Sacramento. They're on a five-game winning streak. They're half a game back from the 10th seed of the playoffs in the Western Conference. Three weeks ago, before he was starting, they were the 14th, maybe 13th seed in the West. Now they're 11th and looking at the playoffs. And now he's number one on the NBA key or rookie ladder of MVP. But that is to the misfortune of Lonzo, or excuse me, LaMelo, and hopefully LaMelo has a speedy recovery, and if he comes back, that Charlotte team is going to be nasty because they're still winning games, but um, that's my other takeaway. Charlotte's looking nasty. They're winning games. They're the fourth seed right now in the East, and uh, <laughs> the East is sloppy. Like, you got three teams in the playoffs that's under 500, um, so it looks really bad, but Charlotte is looking really good. <laughs> Like, plain and simple, that's how I'm making the NBA takeaway for me. Uh, my Bulls, Vucevic, I was I was hyped about the trade last week, but we haven't won a game since we've had Vucevic, and uh, it's just not it right now. So, what happened? Oh, nah. <laughs> I was trying to see where that ticking sound was coming from. But we good. We good. Uh, Jalen, you want to go? Man, I don't have many, but I really feel as if that Charlotte team dangerous, though. That's, oh. That was going to be my takeaway, honestly. just want to add on real quick. My other takeaway, last one. De'Aaron Fox and the Kings, too. They're also they're also balling. Oh. They're also Those boys balling. tough, bro. And, hey, that trade you made, John, looking real good. Why? <laughs> Nah, but you know the Hawks was doing their thing, man. And um I like them guys too. 
I don't know, man. The East is just so up and down, terrible. Uh, I have a question. I didn't mean to cut you off. You can finish before you go. I was just going to say how my heat have just been uh-huh. playing just so, like, <laughs> up and down, and I just hate it. I don't know what we're doing. And can't wait to see what it looks like when Oladipo gets out there because, please, something needs to change. All right. So, um, I have a question for everyone in here. So currently, the 76 and the Nets are – Nets 76 are the number one seed. The Nets are the two seed. While the Boston Celtics are the seventh seed and Miami Heat are the eighth seed, which number one seed do you feel is in more is in more jeopardy to lose in the first round if these matchups were to remain the same come postseason time? The Nets or the Sixers? Both the Sixers. Then the Sixers have a better chance to lose to the Heat than the Nets have a better chance to lose to the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. I go with. I'll go with the Sixers. We match up a little bit better. But honestly, when I think about it, bruh, we not a good matchup for the Nets either, though. Great shooting. Them boys gonna have to play defense, get out, close out on shooters. Plus, on top of that, who gonna stop Bam? Like, he's a force inside. Even when they had DeAndre Jordan or whatever the case may have been, like, hey, you wanna stop nobody? Can you think LaMarcus Aldridge? The guy that can't even play help side gonna stop? No. But <laughs> you said because how they doing ten? Like, do they all play each other once, or is it seven, seven and eight play each other? Whoever wins that's a seven seed. The one <clears throat> nine and ten play each other. Winner plays the loser of the seven and eight game to get the eighth seed. That's so. That's so. That's so. Okay, so if that was the case in the seven and eight, Boston versus Miami. I think Miami would actually win that in a one game playing. They they box them up. So then that would leave Boston to play Chicago because I think Chicago will be Indianapolis. This Indiana team right now, because Levert ain't Levert in his bag yet. He had it for one game. He dropped 26, I think. But if but if Levert get it going, then you know then it will be the Bulls versus Celtics. So then Bulls versus Celtics. And we're Boston's going. <laughs> so then Boston will play the Boston will turn into the AC. And the Heat will will be the yeah, the Heat will play the Nets and the Celtics will play the Sixers. Yeah. I, whoever played the Heat going to be the one. That, and, we, the and, we get the, and we get the test show theory cut. Remember last year, the Net, Celtics played the 76ers without uh, Simmons. And you said they were better without Simmons. No, you said that. That was without Embiid, wasn't it? Or was it without Simmons? That was without Simmons last year. Oh, well, I guess we will see. But You'll um, stand on that point? I will if they if it come out. Because, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I just really, bro, you see they tried to trade Ben for Harden. You saw that, huh? I did Probably. see that. that. was a report. That trade came out. It was Ben for Harden. Ben, Maxi, and some picks, and somebody else for Harden. The, 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 they should have did that. Houston said no. Idiots, bro. Yeah. Idiots. That, that's stupidity. Anybody with James Harden. Anyone. Except for LeBron. Especially, but MB could just take No, no, no. The Heat, the Rockets said no. <laughs> not the Heat, not the Sixers said no. Sixers wanted to do it, but since they, since every time, like, as the season progressed, the deal, they took, like, they, the, the he Rockets. started taking more and more off because yeah. he started lowering his value. Gotcha. Because he, he did, first he did, he was with Lil Baby. Once, once everybody realized that he really wanted to be in Brooklyn, it made everybody else offer that wasn't Brooklyn weaker. Right. 
So I would as soon as he said he wasn't happy, I would have traded him. Cause Ben, bro, Ben in Houston wouldn't be that bad. With Christian Wood, who he ain't healthy, but you know. Mm. And then uh John Wall might not have fit in as much, but you know, make it work. Mm. I got you. Uh you got any NBA takeaways, Cut Carter, before we move on to NFL? Um, man, takeaways. Pelicans are starting to get a little hot. I like it. I like to see it. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, like John said, is climbing that rookie ladder. <coughs> got him as number one. Late, the one that just dropped. Well, uh, Mellow Ball being hurt, yeah. Yeah. Mellow not going to win it with them losing. Mm-mm. Um, to rock. Not Lamelo. I meant uh, what's that little thing I'm talking about right now? Oh no, I said Lamelo not gonna get it with him being out. That's what I meant. Um, Toronto's in trouble, like big trouble, like no offs trouble. They're getting that. They're that bad. Dang, it's almost like Nick Nurse still their coach. <laughs> we already settled this debate. Jay, don't do that. Uh, Dang. the Wizards. Whatever Russ been on, bro. Wizards look a healthy, off, but healthy they, Russ is a good Russ. Yeah, they lost the last one. I thought they won that game yesterday, but he still went crazy. Charlotte is far. I, we, yeah. we trying to tell y'all like Charlotte real deal, like far. Like PJ Rozier, like they better than what you would think. PJ Rozier, Hayward. When they got the best yeah. announcers in the NBA, of course you have to come, really come do. play. <laughs> That'd be Dale. Dale be on there too with the dude. <laughs> be killing that, bro. Uh, that is how they be. Oh, uh, the Clippers. The Clippers, bro. The Clippers lost to the Magic, dog. Remember, y'all came on here and we talked about this last week, and we said the Lakers winning games, not gonna win so many games. But then the Clippers, who are fully healthy. Oh yeah, that's what I forgot to bring up. Uh, John, Lakers two and one. Uh, five more games left. How you feeling? I'm feeling like they're gonna lose some games still. You still you had them going one and one and nine. What is seven or uh, two and six? <laughs> I thought Colin was gonna play. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> like that was like and that ain't the hard part of it. But if they went if they went any of these three hard games, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> they play the Bucks tonight. They should lose, but you never know. I'm in game. Then they got the um Next, yeah, next five games. Not the King. Oh, they could beat the Kings with Drummond. They not gonna beat the Kings. Why they not? And then they got Drummond. Hold on. Now. Go. So this is first game tonight. So don't even do that. without <laughs> Drummond, We knew they was getting Drummond. Wait, we did not know that. I knew it. I knew that. I for sure thought, I, I for sure thought they were gonna drop. On, he was gonna jump on the next train like a lane, but <laughs> obviously, you know. Sorry, Drummond. Just I just. Oh, then Sunday they play the Clippers. I don't care for the Clippers for real. Like I said, I don't think the Clippers that good. I just want that to be acknowledged as well. Yeah, I think they they're just as they're not any better than they were last year. First round exit. I think they worse than they were last year. First round exit. I'm calling that now. Mm. Right now they play the the Trailblazers. Clippers first round exit. Right now they play the Trailblazers. I think the game game was definitely. Yes, they definitely play the Trailblazers. They're out. Bye-bye. And will want to beat the brakes off of them. And it's going to be ugly. They're going to lose in four or five games. Stamp that. I don't know that. I think it could go six. I don't. 
I don't know, bro. They gonna get Rondo. He gonna facilitate the offense. They might be. Yeah, they, they're not healthy right now. They still got a bunch of players injured. Oh, Beverly out. Late the Blazers. They're probably gonna go for that top spot because with the pieces yeah, they yeah. got. Oh, George is out too, right, John? Yeah, he didn't play last. Yeah, yeah. Would you? Uh, you think they'll be in the one seed, Jay? What you talking about? I think they can either get that one or two seed for sure. They four games back behind the uh, Suns and seven behind the Jazz. I don't think they're getting that. They're not catching the one seed. I think they can catch. They can catch that three, four range though. I don't. I think they can get up there. It's the really all, all these teams really like right on top of each other. So all that junk could change. Yeah, the West is so loaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, any more NBA news before we move to football? Oh, um, CJ and Dame, bro. <laughs> Best backcourt in the league. I thought CJ was a role player. I don't know what. Shut your ass up. I can't let you can't let you turn that down. He's an all star, so yeah, can't let you let that down. He's not. A, but he's literally he's ready to admit that Dame is the best point guard. The all star this year? No. No. Oh, so he's still an all star. So he's just a star. Cool. He's a star. Yeah, he's literally a star. But you say he's a role player. Oh. I said he's a. I said he's a local star and a role player. He's a role player to me. Now he's a star. <laughs> Where's Jace when you need him? Bro, in his market, yes, you're gonna see a bunch of CJ McCollum jerseys. But outside of that, you're not about to see too many <laughs> CJ McCollum jerseys. Well, if, if CJ McCollum went to the New Orleans Pelicans, he would absolutely ball. What are you talking about? I, I didn't say that wasn't the case. But I'm saying he would be a star on that team. He would be. He would come in, y'all first or second best player. No. Oh, I what? He first or second. He would. He would. He's a better score. He's a better scorer than Brandon Ingram. Don't you do that? He's a better shooter. Don't do that. He's a better shooter. Not a better scorer. <laughs> Yeah, I better score. Oh, I can't say that. He'd be third, JP. I'm sorry. The smooth be third, and then as a fan favorite, he'd be fourth because Lonzo still is the third favorite on the team. Come on, bro. <laughs> I'm just telling you, he's not. But and did, did yeah, you really just came? You came for so who was? Who, he know better. Stop saying. You got to say first or second best. You had him over Zion, bro. I don't even. I don't even want to get into how I feel about Zion because then people are gonna start saying I'm hating. I don't even uh, feel about Zion. <laughs> who are problems? As if he's a dominant force inside, bro. But like when it come playoff time, oh, here you go. It's easy to scheme. It's bro. It's gonna be the same thing. Okay, Giannis, dominant inside, can't shoot. Build a wall, bro. You build a wall. Bro, Zion don't Zion don't be. He bring the ball up every now and then. But Giannis be running down and trying to get inside. <laughs> Zion's gonna post you up and still get inside. Okay, and we're gonna bring two every time. And then he can pass. Why you think people kept trying to put uh, attach Cam Reddish to the to the Pelicans for Lonzo? Because all no. he, bro, you put shooters around him when he's you double him, it's open it's open shot. Bro. Bro. I'm just I'm trying to tell you, bro. Right you know, we don't even if you take Zion no, out, bro, you, you can't stop both. Gotta get you down for six, dude. You and win two games, max. Well, they gotta make the playoffs first. Exactly. That's- you saying get bounced in sperm. We still young, bro. We still young. Next season is when it's like playoff or bust. CJ the one in game seven where Dame ain't show up against the Nuggets. We all remember. And CJ came in there and went stupid. Stop playing with him, bro. Congrats. He went off in one game in the playoffs. You know what you know what CJ and Dame also did? They also got swept by the Pelicans, but you don't want to talk about that. That matters too. 
when y'all had AD? Don't matter. Don't matter. Don't don't and and CJ AD, didn't do nothing. Zion and CJ not didn't do nothing. Good. Let's not even get into that. And CJ <laughs> didn't do nothing. Nada. Nothing. All right. <clears throat> All right. Enough. You guys ready to go to football? Let's do it. Got some news out of the football realm. We'll start with the big trade NFL draft trades. We'll start with the 49ers. They traded their 12th overall pick, a 2022 third-round compensatory pick, and two first-round picks in 2022 and 2023 for the Miami Dolphins' number three pick. And the Dolphins didn't stop there. The Dolphins then traded the 12th overall pick in the draft, a fourth overall pick in the draft, and a 22 first-round pick from the Dolphins in exchange for a six, the number sixth overall pick with the Philadelphia Eagles and a 2021 fifth-round pick. Guys, guys, guys. So now, Niners are the third pick. Dolphins are the sixth pick. Eagles are the 12th pick in this year's draft. <coughs> we'll start with the Niners. Repeat that word one more time. The Niners got the number three overall pick. Dolphins got the sixth. And the Eagles have the 12th. <clears throat> you can start with the Niners. How do you guys – I'll go first. Uh, they have they traded two first round picks. They they announced after the trades that they said they're going to Jimmy Garoppolo is still their quarterback. However, I don't believe that. I think they're definitely going quarterback. Which quarterback is the question? That which is my question to you guys. Uh, we see Mac Jones stock rise through the throughout due to his pro day and things like that. And scouts get to look get a look at him. We see Justin Fields' name be uh, fluttering around in conversations. We see Trey Lance saying he's a project, but he his potential is Deshaun Watson esque on the field. Um, who do you guys what do you guys think the Niners will do with this third overall pick? I think they'll go quarterback and I think they go Justin Fields. Uh, I think Fields just fits the San Francisco <clears throat> culture and I think even their fans, I know a couple <clears throat> of diehard San Fran fans, and they want Justin Fields. So I think Fields over Mac Jones. I don't even know how Mac Jones they even got to this point <clears throat> where it's he's going third overall. It's crazy to me. So I, I have my theory on that. But JB, what you what you thinking, man? What do you think the Niners do with the third overall pick? Which quarterback, or, you, or do they go quarterback? They go get Smith. I think you got a serviceable quarterback in uh, Jimmy G. He was never your formula to win football games. Like you weren't counting on him to throw the ball 30, 40 times a game to win the game. You have an you have an immaculate run game, and you also need to be able to capitalize off play action. That being said, you need to get the best available deep threat, not best wide receiver, but deep threat, which will be Smith. Smith, I feel as if, you know what I'm saying, he doesn't really have the – he doesn't really have – well, that's a debate, really, because y'all know how I feel about Jamar Chase. But both of them, you can't go wrong with either pick, honestly. But Smith is a very elusive receiver who I can see being used in multiple roles, and we know how them Shanahan guys do. do you know what I'm saying? Very creative offensively. So I feel like that would be the best fit for San Fran if they didn't go Justin Fields because I'm high on Justin Fields right now. I feel like he's the best QB in this draft, but, you know, I know you probably want to say that. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, Devontae Smith. Okay, that's interesting take. I, I don't think they go Devontae. I think they'll either go Pitts or Chase if they don't go quarterback. Uh John, cut. How you guys feeling with the Niners, man? You got it, John. What do you think the Niners would do with the third round pick? Do you think they draft a quarterback after giving away two first round picks, or do you think they go another different route and keep Jimmy G? I think they'll go Justin Fields, like you said. Fits the culture. Fits the championship, recent championship appearance that they had. Type of quarterback they use. Uh, shout to Colin. Justin Fields also being flat and being mobile 
and unofficially running a 4-4 gives him an opportunity to really spread the offense and not play one way. I don't think Jimmy G's mobile enough to have fun, like how Kyle Shanahan oftentimes does when he is facilitating the offense. So I think you get Fields. I mean, Jimmy G, it's hard to say that, like, that, that he's going to be your starter. You know what I'm saying? I think they'll see it in training camp what Justin Fields can bring once he gets runs with that first unit. Um, and I don't think this is a bad pick. The last time they were this high, 2017, I believe. I believe. I could be wrong. But they drafted Solomon Thomas, which they don't have anymore, and he didn't really do much to help them win. But they got to get this high pick right. Um, shout out to general managers. I think this is a good idea to trade and go get someone, like a star in this draft, because there are some stars in this draft, and you want to get them early. So go get Phillips. Whether or not it pays off this season, it certainly will pay off for you eventually. That's how high I believe Justin Phillips' ceiling will be Super Bowl appearance. I got you. Uh, the last time they had a high pick, it was Nick Bosa, John, Ohio State, with number two overall pick. 2018? Yeah. So that's the last time they had a, this, this high of a pick. Um, I think even if they go – which I think whichever quarterback they end up drafting, I think they will they will sit behind Jimmy G just to, like, get experience and things like that. It will have to be a Justin Herbert-type situation where – if uh, Garoppolo gets injured or hurt, which in his history has shown that he can't stay healthy, that they have a relief quarterback to come in. And, and if he is stellar like Herbert was, he's going to just run away with that job and they'll just move on, similar to what the Chargers did with Tyrod Taylor, Cut Carter. Uh, you're looking at your NFL dra- uh, draft scouts on your phone. Uh, who do you think, what do you think the uh, Niners do the third overall pick? Do they go is it Mac Jones, Trey Lance? I think <clears throat> the Niners actually were looking at Mac Jones, they hoping Zach Wilson falls, and they were they were really closing the door on Justin Fields, and it's crazy to me because after his pro day, now everybody's like, "Oh my God, Justin Justin Fields is an athlete." But I was like, "We already know this." <laughs> Common knowledge, yes. It's like it was known he was the second best quarterback coming into the season. He's the second best quarterback coming out of the season. I don't like. Where did that change? The year before that, he was the what he was the fourth best quarterback going into the was a the finalist. Yeah. yeah, he was the third or fourth best quarterback last season. But, but when the when uh, 2019 after LSU won a championship, it was Joe, it was Trevor, it was her, him, Herbert, and uh, who was in there? Huh? Oh, two, two, two. My bad. So two was about you know two was up. So it was two or third or. Yeah, two was second, and then Trevor third, and but he was top five. Justin Fields was the fifth best quarterback behind Herbert. Herbert, which I didn't wasn't even high on Herbert in college, but you know, he was mentioned up there. So I don't get why people try to make this harder every year. And after the what the the Bears did when they picked Trubisky, <laughs> it should be known now that you don't overthink the overthink the quarterbacks. You could overthink, you could reach on a receiver, or you could reach on a corner, or you could reach on a lot with some of that common sense too. But you know, quarterback, I feel like that's when you don't need to be messing around. I, I agree. I think only so many quarterbacks that you don't reach on, like, like that falls and end up being amazing. I think you're not about to pick Tom Brady every draft. And every draft, I feel like they try to do this. Well, Tom Brady wasn't supposed to be this anyway, but but, I, but that's what I'm saying. They they see that happen, say so it's like, how did he go unscouted? We we need to find the gym. I'm looking for the gym. Mac Jones is the gym. He has to be. He's not the gym. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think the project. I think you, what I'm audience... gonna be good eventually, but you're not gonna just get him off the, uh exhibit A, Donald, Rosen, that whole draft class. What happened? Where where are they now? Rosen's trash. I think Sam Darnold is really good. He just that needs... situation because the Jets. Yeah. Anybody go get drafted? I hope Zach wasn't going to the Jets because Zach mm. wasn't talking too much on Twitter for me today. Talking about where have I seen this before? Everybody's copying my pro day throw. I'm about to curse my <laughs> it's a bro, it's a play action. You play action, you come around and you throw it off your like if you right-handed, you usually will run a rollout right. But since you right-handed, you rolling out left, it's a harder throw than going right. Justin Fields made the throw. Uh, your boy from Texas A&M made the throw. The boy from um another state it was a random quarterback at the Louisville, a former player from Louisville. He was at the pro day today. He made the throw. Then I saw. Then I trying to say, no, nah, yours was a little different. You did it first, and everybody copied. Zach Wilson. You, first of all, nobody's copying anything out of Utah, my guy. Sir, nobody <laughs> knows you. First of all, I don't know you. I don't know you, Zach. I don't. Uh, Zach Wilson, Cole. I like them out of college. They're, I just don't like that. The, I don't like. I'm all for players that's not that hyped up to get noticed. I, I love it. I'm all for two stars turning into NFL stars. I'm all for one, no stars, one star. I, I love to see people come up from the underestimated to underdog win. But I don't feel like nobody's – no underdog in this is worth picking before Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, period. Mm. After that, get your story off, bro. So, again, <laughs> yeah, the 49ers – if. If everything goes how everybody's predicting, Trevor Lawrence is going first. We know that. Cool. Second, I thought they should trade back. But if they were really going to do the Zach Wilson thing? hmm. Well, it depends. I don't think a team won't pay that price. What the Niners gave up, uh, two first-round picks, a third in their current pick. Yeah. So The Jets Jets could go quarterback, bro. It's really going to just – it's going to be so bad. They go quarterback, they go trade Darnold. No, but I'm saying they got to get him off. Like, they need to get him off immediately. Like, you better hope somebody is willing to take him. I'm like, who <laughs> who will take him? Right. Uh, I think, what's, you know, his value? You know, what's his value? Is it a first? Uh, I heard reports say a fourth. Um, Saints, it- Saints spin that fourth. I'll <laughs> be, I would, I would 100% do it. And then, Third, I guess it's just if it's the answer. But if they go, if it, if another, if anything, that's not a quarterback gets picked there, and it's not Justin Fields, that would be shocking if a quarterback doesn't get picked. If it's if it's not Justin Fields, bro, just that's gonna set the whole draft off. But okay, <laughs> that's gonna leave Fields on the board, and they saying the the Falcons are fourth, right? Yep. Well, what word on the streets is. They're thinking Kyle Pitts. Don't get me wrong. I think Kyle Pitts is great. But I don't think the Falcons need a tight end. I don't think that answers the problem. It doesn't. So if they do that, if they do go Kyle Pitts over Justin Fields. <clears throat> but they don't. I mean, I know they all in on Matt Ryan. So people are thinking like, why would they go quarterback? But when you're that early, bro, I think you take the best available. So you trade Matt Ryan. I think, they, I think they should trade back. I think they, they think they, they don't want to trade Matt Ryan now because of the penalty, I believe. But I think yeah. they should um I think they should definitely trade back with the team like the Broncos, who needs a quarterback desperately just to acquire more draft capital than just right. get the best available. Oh, they need a, they need a QB desperately, huh? Uh-huh. Who the Falcons? <laughs> no, the oh. Broncos. Uh-huh. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Mm-hmm. 
Chill, chill. Well, on for my city. On, on for my city. Yeah. Chill, chill, chill. I love it when I'm right, Jalen. I love no, it. No, no, he's still better than Gardner. Let's relax now. Let's relax. And then no, who's still, who's still the Bengals, right? Yep. They let Jamar Chase go to the father. I think they 100% take him. I think they shouldn't. I think they should go along. I don't think they care. I think they should go along and then get him terrorist in the next round. What day is the draft? April 29th. We will be live. In person, hopefully, depending. I think they, I, bro, I really think they go Jamar. Like every day I'm hearing more and more about it, and it just makes sense. I think they should go. I think, and I think they signed the, the players they signed in the offseason were, were, they feel they signed two alignment in the offseason, I believe. And I think they're believing in we can draft a good lineman second round, a good tackle second round. I think they should go to best available line and get Terrace Marshall in the second round. I don't think Terrace Foster the second. <clears throat> he might. It depends. He should. Uh, what I'm about to say, I think the pro days got everybody head messed up around these quarterbacks, so that's why everything keeps fluctuating. Uh, then we now we talk about the Derek. We was, you was going down the list of the top ten. Number six is the Miami Dolphins with the number six pick after they traded with the Eagles. What do you? What do they do? Do they go best available receiver? Is that Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith? What if Kyle Pitts is on the board? What do you guys think the Miami Dolphins should do? John, go first. I think they should try to get another receiver, um, just to give Tua some help, make sure he's comfortable. If Jamar is on the board, then you got to take him or the next available receiver. It just makes sense to me. Their defense has been solid. They've shown that they can score points more than the offense can. We saw that last season, literally. So you don't want that to be the case. And obviously, defense will win championships. However, you need offense to win games to get to the championship. So go ahead and get you a little receiver, a little speed demon. And in that offense with Tua, be creative and find ways to win games and come out of the AFC East, which I believe, I know Buffalo, New England, but the offense were right there, low-key last season. If they get someone of superstar elite potential, it's hard to say that they won't actually have a chance to win that division. So that's what I think they should do. We'll see. Got you. Uh, and the Dolphins, uh, they have a, a first-round pick later in the draft as well, their own pick. So they also have they have all this draft capital, I believe. Yeah, they do. They do. So they have another pick in the first round. So – they can always go get an O-line back in the draft. I agree with you. I think they should go best available wide receiver. Even I know that there's the there's the Alabama connection with uh two uh Waddle and Smith. If Jamar Chase on the board, you get Jamar. If not, you go Pitts. Then if not, you go best available. Bama. They don't need a tight end. They got Mike Gusecki. But Pitts can line up at receiver. Pitts is like that. I think I I don't think I think they go Devontae. It just fits with all the offseason moves. We got Will Full on the outside, deep third. So why not bring in Devontae who could easily walk in and play in the slot? But he needs to get his weight up, though. He's gonna take some licks, but he's good in the slot. Um I want to see Jamar be the first receiver off the board. I just think he's people people get so into what they've seen lately and not what they remember. Yep. So I think Devontae film from this last season is what's gonna get him over Jamar, even though Jamar Season. I disagree with that statement, but I got I, you. No, I think that's how they do, though. I think they look at what's fresh and what's the new thing. So it's like nobody, I don't, nobody on them got Smith over chasing any uh what I see. I know, but I, I I'm just thinking on the tour side and what they what he you know 
Well, they gonna try to give him. But do I think he's? I think Jamar's the best receiver in the draft. I think Jamar's the best player in the draft. But that's just me. Jalen's mind, dog. I mean, it could be Kyle Pitts or it could be him. As far as player, but I, I don't know. Like, I think, I think the Dolphins should go O line. Honestly, O line, and then I mean, bruh, it's so much deep. It's an O line, and then get Kadarius Tony, put him in a slot. You know what I'm saying? You got a gadget player. You know what I'm saying? You secure the best O lineman, which will be Panay. So, so well, right? Panay, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and get him. Then, boom, you get Kadarius Tony, who you could throw in the slot. You got Will Fuller. You have Devontae Parker. And, you know, you got those running backs back there. Go ahead and solidify your O-line because ain't no point again, Chase, if you can't get the ball to him. How you want they, I, don't, I don't think they're content with their running back. I've seen them listed as uh, picking a running back. Um, <laughs> they got them getting a running back. I if, second, if, if they don't go O-line and receiver, they had them going receiver and running back. Yeah, I, I think they'll go oh, – either way will be fine whether you want to go receiver, O-line, or O-line, receiver. I think that needs to be their top priorities. I think Najee Harris going to find oh. to Miami. Bruh, whoever get that boy, he going to be a problem if he get the right O-line behind him. Please don't come to my division. That's all I'm going to say. Gotcha. And last but not least, I got to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. They have the 12th pick. And they, based on this move, they're saying that they're, they're going to give Jalen Hurts another year. They're going to not draft the quarterback to make him feel pressure similar mm-hmm. to Carson Wentz. They're going to go all in on Jalen Hurts. And if his season is a bust, they have the Dolphins pick next season to acquire a quarterback if Hurts is not the answer. With the 12th overall pick, uh, talent's going to be a little bit desperate out there. The, some of the best players will be off the board. Which position? What position do you think the Eagles should go? Should pick with the twelfth overall pick in the draft? Well, at twelve, at twelve, if Kyle Pitts is there, they're going Kyle Pitts. But oh, I don't think he will be. He's not gonna be. Not gonna be there. So that leaves. Out of order, if Jamar Jamar shouldn't be there either. But if he is, you go Jamar. He's not gonna be. There. Somebody gonna be there. I think Waddle might be there. I think Jamar, Devontae, Waddle. Or the, that's the three, the best three receivers. Jamar Devontae Waddle, and then if if after if the, all three of them gone, then you could probably look at a, a Rondell Moore or a Kadarius Tony or a Terrence Marshall. Mm. Let's think about it. Think about how to how it could go. Think about the first eleven picks before that. It's probably gonna go QB, right? Let's do it together. QB probably coming up. Trevor Lawrence is coming off the board first. first. Trevor's first. Three quarterbacks first. Three quarterbacks first. Being realistic, three quarterbacks first. Then it's uh, probably gonna be O line. Uh, the Falcons gonna go. They saying they said uh, Pitt said Falcons interview him like four times, so they're really interested in him. So let's mm-hmm. go Pitts. Five. You want to like Jamara uh, O line? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. How about the number fifteen? The Bengals. They going Jamar. Okay, they go Jamar. Oh, no, we need to go O line. They going uh, Jamar. Then Dolphins on the cloud. Do you think they go best available O line? Yep. Okay. Seven is the Lions. They need a receiver. Bad. And they need a line. They need a lot of things. <laughs> did, did Smith come off the board yet? No, he's still on the board. Smith. All right. Number eight, we have the we have the Panthers. They need a quarterback. I think they're going quarterback. Um. Oh, Justin Fields. Okay. Fields off. Going that top three, or either Justin Fields or Trey Lance. 
Jesus. All right. Uh, number nine, we have the Broncos. I think they go quarterback. Quarterback as well. So then the Cowboys, I think they go defensive back. Yep. Then the Giants, I think they go line. Best of all line. Yep. I think that's uh, Northwestern Rashawn Slaughter, if he's still on the board. So now it's the Eagles pick. Do we have the Dolphins picking? And that's why I don't agree. I think nah. I think the Falcons don't take Kyle Pitts. I think they do something completely they're, they're they're not smart. They don't, they don't. I don't think the um well they got the new Saints GM, so I do think they know what they're doing. I, I don't think Pitts is gonna fall out the top ten. Like these scouts are and teams are in love with Pitts. I think he goes top seven at the latest. I hope so. But bro, they always they do this every year. We love them. Y'all had the Lions taken? Uh Smith. Well, Waddle's still on the board, Jalen. So the, the the Eagles will go Waddle. Eagles go Waddle then. A little, a little mock draft we doing right here. Panthers at quarterback. So either Trey Lance, Fields, or there's another wide receiver I like, bro. I just can't remember his name. Then uh, Broncos we said quarterback. Then Dallas we said I say defensive back. So I think. Thirteen or Caleb Fair Farley. I heard I see JC Harm name rising as well. So what about the Giants, Michael Parsons. I said best available line or Parsons because they still need a good old line behind uh, in front of Daniel Jones. Then it would be the Eagles pick. Eagles go Waddle for sure because they need a receiver bat. What about Rashad Bateman? Nope. Is Waddle speedy, so and they already got Rager from last year, so they may go a physical receiver on the outside or Elijah Moore. Rondell Moore is up there too, I think. Ter- Terrence Marshall, <laughs> I like Terrence, but I don't know if they can. Rondell take- Moore, you already said Rondell Moore, my bad. Kadarius Tony, or it's no, no bad pick, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, is there any more um news about the Eagles? John, did you go? How you feel about the Eagles, man? Uh, I mean, if they don't, if they don't like get the receiver that fits their offense, then they'll probably go defense. I think they'll get JC Horn. Okay. But like their defense is trash. I, the offense, like the Eagles were bad last year. <laughs> really bad. Like, yeah, on both sides of the ball. So I think they were better defensively, but um. If they don't have like the receiver, then Fulgrim and uh, Rieger, mm-hmm. like, they're pretty solid, you know. Like, they're okay. <laughs> um, and then you can get, you know, offense later on, but at that position, when it's going to help your team compete in that division, I think you want to go corner uh, just to deal with some of the cornerbacks or quarterbacks that they have to face. I think you, you only trade back from the sixth pick if you feel like your guy is going to be there. And they acquire a first round pick from next year as well. So I, I think Waddle or defensive back is realistic. Um or the Eagles. Huh? Or the Eagles. Yeah. Cause they if you you don't trade back from that pick unless you you feel that your player who's on who you think you're gonna get is gonna fall to you. Unless or you would just draft the player with the sixth pick. So interesting, interesting. Yeah, they probably go in corner or receiver. Should be fun. We're gonna do a real mock, mock draft still coming soon. That was March 31st, so it's re- re- soon as near. Um, 
And we're going to stick with the college football real quick. Um, LSU and Florida had their pro days, and the quarterback had their pro days as well, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields over the, over this last month. Jalen, we'll start with you. You was eager about your Florida pro day, man. And I, I hear a rumor that you're saying that these 40 times are a cap? Yeah, these 40 times. These 40 times are definitely cap. But <clears throat> I will say, you know what I'm saying, my guy Tony, out there looking phenomenal, of course, bro. We know Kyle Pitts. I mean, we know. Like, we know what to expect. But, yeah, man, I like what I've seen out there. A lot of guys getting the opportunity that I think are going to do well in the NFL, like uh, like Grimes, man. I think he's going to do well. He does not run a 4-3, in my opinion. I think he's more of a 4-4-4-5 guy. And why do you think my scouts lying? Unofficial, bro. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's – it's at the pro day. So, you get a chance to time it how you want to. You know what I'm saying? It's not the official – not the official official. So, I get it. You get to work it in your favor to make these guys more favorable. Um when uh coming up, everybody, everybody, all five people from LSU that they expect to go in the first three rounds, yeah, yeah. threes. <laughs> Chase, Chase run a four three. Your boy Marshall though, he like four 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 five. Chase, Chase ran track. Yeah, Marshall though, he like Harry Vincent, our corner, the corner that had a four three, he ran track too. <clears throat> and Racy ran track too. So all of them I they four threes, but all of them running four threes. Terry's not that fast, so that's why Terry's kind of threw me off a little bit. But, That's what I'm saying. He's like four, 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 five, bro. Harris opted out the season to increase his speed, man. Chill out on him. Right. I don't believe. Justin Fields four, four. I was like, nah, I believe in Fields. We saw that Fields four, four, pitch. even a four, a four, four. Nope, like just flat out. Yeah, Wills, bro, boy. I seen it. Might be a half a second I, off. I, I, I seen him in the club. He not. He, he don't look fast. He four, four, four. <laughs> he four, four. Gary, so he don't oh, see him fast. He don't look that fast. When I see him in the club, he ain't look that it's fast. It's all about that stride, boy. Seen that boy as a freshman, bro. He a, he a junior now. While he was in the club, I'm, right, I'm snitching. No. <laughs> oh, Lord. He's going to be on Bleach Report. Uh, he was bro, it was a college game. It's college time. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, shout out Chase. I was excited. I slept through their pro day, but I saw you around a 4-3-4. His vert was 41, broad jump of 11. Was looking forward to that. Other boy's a baller, and he signed with Nike. He's a Nike boy. He don't do three stripes. Yes, he is. Did you see that? So, thanks so for stripes. That's what he like. Yeah, so I like it. I like I like the pro days. Do you guys feel like – I think due to the, them having no combine this year, the pro days are inflated. I think everybody's falling in love with the, the competition, well, with the uh, talent because of no draft combine. So, things are getting inflated, things like that. So, very interesting. <clears throat> Last thing on my front, NFL announced there will be 17 regular season games and there will be three preseason games. So next year's Super Bowl will be February 13, 2022 in Los Angeles, California at SoFi Stadium. Uh, I see players are don't like it, like such as Alvin Kamara, who said, uh, and I quote, what he said, cut? You got it. You quoting him. You could say it. And I quote who? Alvin Kamara when he said. Uh, oh, this dumb. That's what he said. And I agree. <laughs> so um, I think as a fan, I like it. I like it as a fan. But if you're from the player's perspective, I can see why they do not like it. i seen a report that said Jared Goff will be the – since there's another game, he gets a bonus for the game. I think it's over a 1 million game bonus, the highest it's been since 20 years since due to his contract. So players will get paid more. I think I agree with D. Lou in the chat when he said all-time records, like season records, will be broken 
like more easily. I like, might see a, a lot of 5,000 yard quarterbacks. Derek Henry may break uh, Chris Johnson or Eric Dickerson's record for the 2,000 yard seasons. So things like that are up in the air. But another game, man. No more eight and eight. I mean, no more seven and nine. Uh, it's either at, above 500 or below 500. No more eight and eight, man. Can't be not. Can't be in between. Got to be up and down. So, what do you got thoughts? Eight, eight and one. You could be eight, eight and one. I, I don't know. That's nasty. It is disgusting. <laughs> but why? Why you? I saw you and uh, Jalen. You and my brother shook his head. Why you didn't like the decision? I mean, I just don't. I just don't love it, bro. Like, think about the players, honestly. Like, it's just not really that beneficial for them. You know, these guys put their body on the line night in and night out for um, <clears throat> 16 games, man. Like, why extend it? Why extend the season? But, you know, got to make that money. So, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I just think it's stupid, bro. It's like, Everything has been going so good. The stats have been consistent. And now you add another game and now everything's gonna be off. You about to set it's gonna set off everything. So now every Trevor Lawrence walks in and gets to play 18 games a season if he plays every game every season at least. And not in like not including playoffs. And it's just gonna any any court like it's just gonna mess up the stats all time stats. That's all. It's just that's hard, disheartening to see. Cause it's been so consistent since the seventies, and now all of a sudden we're gonna switch it up. Change, man. It's all about the change. I mean, uh, I, don't, I, I guess for that reason. That's like, it's, and I guess it's not as bad as basketball. In basketball, like they went to seventy-two games this season instead of eighty-two, but like your statistic, like ten games won't skew your dis- statistics that bad. Based on your sample size of eighty-two and seven, you know, it's so many games that it won't mess it up that bad. But with this, out of eight, 17 games to eighteen, bro, that make a big difference. It's not like Madden, bro. It's not like gonna throw like a thousand yards in one game, bro. Bro, but you could throw five hundred in one game. Yeah, but you can throw, bro. Throwing fifty-five touchdowns in a season was an accomplishment. Now in, in in eighteen games, I mean seventeen games is like, well, how many games it is? Yeah, seventeen. Bro, not everybody throws fifty touchdowns. It ain't like we'd be at forty-eight, forty-nine. Bro, Herbert just had how many? Forty per like year, bro. Do like two people. It's gonna be easier to do now. Oh, it is. Breaking news! Breaking news! Before we go to music, uh, Joel and B will return this Saturday from his injury. Uh, uh, well, <clears throat> Joel and B, if he comes, if he if he comes back and play at his MVP level before he got injured, do you think he will win the cover to the award? I hope not. Dame's MVP. Nah, it's going to Harden. No, it's not. I think going. I want to see MVP. It's going to who? I think I would go to Harden. If they, I promise you, if they exclude what he did in Houston out of that. <laughs> well, he he been. I already, I already think the award is BS anyway. But now it's really gonna be BS to me if. The, but you can't just you can't not acknowledge what he did. I agree, but. You can't not acknowledge what he's doing right now either. <laughs> I, I don't think he's playing bad now. I like what he's doing, but I don't think he didn't, bro. They do have the um the I mean they got the they're tied for the best record in the East right now. And Dame it has they're tied for I mean they're the the Blazers are sixth in the 
uh, the West right now. So I think if we if we kind of wins, then don't play with other All Stars. That's why I don't count wins. He only played with one other All Star. Who? James Harden. Yeah, it's Kyrie. Kyrie. Yes, yeah, Kyrie. He had KD for them couple games he did play, and they they was beating. I don't mean KD. Did they lose a game when KD? All three of them played together. Yeah, they did. They only played four games though. And then you throw in the mix. Blake's a former All-Star. I don't like him. I think he's washed, but he's well, a former All-Star. They got Melo. You can't just say former All-Star. They got Melo. Oh, okay. Well, Melo. They got Melo. Melo was All-Star last year, so. Because they got, got Norman Powell. Come on, cut. Norman Powell ain't no All-Star. NBA champion. He, there. he played like three he's games. Hey, he is an NBA champion. Yes, sir. Boy. I don't think Harden deserves anything. Well, you don't you don't think nobody deserves unless LeBron anyway. No, I, I like Dame to get it, and I like I like Joker. If they gave it to Joker, I wouldn't be mad either. I don't think. Joker can't miss a game. Joker, Joker exactly. I, yeah, I mean, if, if you if you include durability and being no, there, miss a game. no cap, he should be like he should be under two. But <laughs> what Dame has done is more impressive. I feel like everybody being out, keeping them boys afloat. Like, come on, bro. But Nurkic, he. He Nurk- never, he was supposed to be this though, man. Neither was Dame, bro. No, <laughs> Jokic wasn't supposed Dame to. Dame went to Weber State, bro. Hold on, let me look at Jokic draft profile. <laughs> but I, I don't. Harden got. I feel like Harden. They messed over Harden when he should have won it back to back, and they gave it to Giannis. Not don't okay. don't, give, don't give it to him now. Jokic was the 11th pick in the second round, man. Come on. He wasn't supposed to be here. Yeah. He got himself in shape for the season so he could be moved more agile. The outlet passes, a triple-double leading, and he's still the best player on his team. And he's not even – he's like one of those star superstars players who don't have no star-like qualities that he exudes on the, on the like – I haven't – y'all really have a social media account. <laughs> so, I mean <laughs> – he don't he don't market himself for real, and I probably not in America, but was Serbia where he's from. I'm sure got a lot of marketing out there. But in America, you know, he be just go out there and hoop and just chill. He be wearing polos after games. He should be out there chilling on a sweatsuit. So put some respect on Jokic's name. Cut Carter, are you ready? Not really, because it ain't nothing to really talk about. Because I don't know what's coming out. Oh well, you know what's coming out. You sure, yeah. sure, buddy. But I know I do. Uh, I do got some something to talk about, but I just don't know about them. What's dropping for sure? Set in stone yet? Uh, However, uh, I did want to talk about last week. <clears throat> I enjoyed Rodway's album Soul Fly last week. I downloaded it. Huh? I heard it was sad. <laughs> it's not as upbeat as the other ones, yeah. So I guess. Oh wait, he's sapping on there like he like he sad. Yeah. Oh, I might rock with that. Hold on. What you got to be sad about? Uh, here you go. I, my bad. <laughs> yeah, now I'm messing with you. <laughs> Stay in my lane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then um, I also enjoyed that Money Bag Yo and Future song. Uh, hard for the next. Hey, Future, Future is the, the current king of uh features, man. And he was on that saying, I'm gonna make it hard for the to spoil you. I'm gonna make hundred. I was like, this man on the chorus is undefeated. 
Talk to him, okay? I'm on that. Yeah, so I was excited for that. Um, did y'all happen to listen to Lil Nas X new song? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like the song. I saw the music video too. I like the song. Not gonna count. The song. The song is. The song is actually pretty good. Yeah, I, really <laughs> I really don't doubt it. He makes good music though. I ain't gonna lie. But I haven't. I personally just haven't gotten a chance to. I heard. It, I said. I, I turned it off. And then I watched the video. I, I actually watched the video with my mom. <laughs> The video is the video is wild. I would love to. The video is wild, but I I get the message, but the video is wild. But the song is actually really good. Like that's all. I'm gonna keep saying it. Like the song's not actually. I I rock with the message of the music video. I think him telling them people, making fun of them people, saying that that's gonna happen to them is. I like it. I like when he troll it. He he funny when he do it. So <laughs> he be trolling his tail off. So some of them, not, some of them, no. the 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 Nike tweet about. This gonna be me to Nike tomorrow. I'm sorry for what I did. That <laughs> voice in the court. That I was like, bro, this man, too funny, bro. like this, this man too. Funny. Now, I don't know I, if the shoes are real or not, but I mean, they kind of hard. I mean, if you look at it from a shoe perspective, they're kind of hard. It's just a custom shoe with a bunch of BS on it. But again, yeah. like like I like I said in the chat, guys. If you if it's not for you, it's not for you. But if you're gonna talk about you only talk about it only gonna make him troll you more. So it's just ignore it, just go about your day if you don't, it's not for you. That's all I'm gonna say. If it's for you, support it. But if it's not for you, don't talk about it or his fans and he will troll you. So and when he troll, boy, it'd be funny. It do be funny. <laughs> but anywho, uh I found out that the 10 year anniversary of Rolling Papers was oh. the album was Monday. Also, uh, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Uh, today was the day he, that he passed. So two years ago, yes. Marathon continues, man. Seriously. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yes, sir. Um, back to you. So I, I, I want to take it back in time a little bit. I think, and I wanted us to go back to 2011 and bring out the three to five best projects from 2011. Okay, let me get my phone. Oh, here we go. All right, now you now you getting that cut Carter bad. It's the cut card I've been missing. <clears throat> okay, so you said the best pro. What what type of project? Rap? Uh, it could be anything. Anything. Any, Two thousand eleven. I was in sixth grade. Oh lord. Eminem <laughs> in there. Nah, epic rap battles of history gonna be in there. <laughs> So this is our top three or top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. My bonding, my rock. She was definitely my rock. Don't hard, don't hate. On rare instances, we don't do a top five. We do a top 10, no debating. Top 10, top 10, top 10, where we reveal our top 10 albums of 2011. Uh, JB, what you nervous for? What you nervous for? I thought it was top five. Sorry, guys. We kept, we had a whole conversation about this. We did. Come on, that can look unprofessional. You don't have honorable mentions? Just rank honorable mentions, right? Uh, I had no honorable mentions. It was pretty easy for me. Well, you can do a top five no debate, JP. You can go ahead and get started, unless you want to make a top ten no debate. Nah. It wasn't even that many five. Do a top ten. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. You know what I mean? You just didn't find it, hater. Number five, I have. Section 80. 
come in hot and heavy. At number four, I got Chris Brown. Fame. Yes, sir. Hmm. Well, you know what time it was when that fame was out there doing it alone. <laughs> number three, I got House of Balloons. I mean, you know, might be a little biased, but you know, I rock with my boy. Number two, I got Watch the Throne. Arguably the greatest joint rap album of all time. And then number one, I got Take Care, bro. I mean, come on, man. Come on. When loving the crew, come on, what we do? Exactly. Well, like a C4. John, you ready? We're here top 10 on the beta. Yeah, let me go. Uh, sorry, y'all had to hear JB's. He's short. He really short handed. 2011, bro. That was an amazing year. Uh, so let's get into it. I have five honorable mentions to this top 10. No debating. Uh, my honorable mentions are House of Balloons, Weekend, Blue Slide Park, Mac Miller, Lasers by Lupe Fiasco, Section 80, Kendrick Lamar, and Ambition by Wale. Uh, Ambition particularly was actually a, had some great songs that I really appreciated during that time, including Slight Work by Big Shine, who actually is in my top 10. So let's get into that. Number 10, J. Cole, Cold World, A Sideline Story. First album, did a nice job. Camp, Childish Gambino, released the same day as another artist that is in my top uh, 10 on this list, but Camp by Childish Gambino, really nice album. Talk That Talk, my girl Rihanna. That was a very tough time for her during that, you know, Situation that went down, um, but that album was amazing. Rolling Papers, 10-year anniversary just passed. Wiz Khalifa, gotta love it. Finally Famous, got him uh, Big Shine, Finally Famous, coming in at number six. My top five, no debate. Number five, Fame, Chris Brown, great album. Number four is The Carter, four. Great album, as you all know. Uh, Word has it that it sold like 900 copies the first week or like something like that. Thousand, yeah. Bird, Birdman might have had something to do with the sales, but that it did do numbers the first week. So number four. And then number three is actually the album for Beyonce. Uh, had a lot of party songs on there. Top two. Number two is Take Care. We all know the Grammy Award winning album. First award uh, for a Grammy Drake got. And number one, two of the most winningest hip hop Grammy artists, hip hop recording artists, Watch the Throne, Jay Z and Yeezy. I mean, the visuals they released behind it. If anyone got a chance to see the concerts they did, it was it was really lit. Like it was a whole movement. So there's no way I can put that at anything less than number one, considering what they did with that album and how much production went into it. Like, simply amazing. So 2011 top 10 albums, no debate. Bye. My turn. One honorable mention for our top 10 albums to 2011. And it's only reason it's an honorable mention because one of my favorite songs ever is on there, Savage Life 3 by Webby. Uh, you a Trip by Webby is one of my favorite songs, so I had to just include that album to include that song. Number 10, I have House of Balloons, The Weeknd. Number four, I have Four by Beyonce. Oh, I'm tripping. Can't count. Number nine, I have Four by Beyonce. Number eight, I have the Red album from the game, Martians versus Goblins. Um, uh, what am I? Uh, ooh, 
Good girls going bad, yes, and our Ricky on there as well. That was that came out that year. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> I like that album. Dude. Number seven, I got finally fans by Big Sean. I love the outro of that album. Number six, I have Fame, Chris Brown. Uh, she ain't you is a banger. Uh, number five, I had Rolling Paper. It's just a great album, top to bottom. One of my favorite songs on there as well. Uh, Gotta go, you know, Louis. Um, Louis. Number four, I have The Carter Four, uh, President Carter, Blunt, Blowing, Polo Draw, Showing. Come on. Number three, <laughs> number three, I have Take Care. You know, I got to put uh, Drake Knight number three. He deserve it. Number two, uh, Nostalgic Ultra by Frank Ocean. They came out this year, right? Mm. Have that number two. That's I list have on top to bottom like five times throughout every year. So just a great album. And number one, we have Watch the Throne. Just great songs all around. Not even the singles are the best songs of that album, in my opinion. We have Illis, uh, Mother Effa. We have uh, Prime Time. We have um, the, Lad, the the Joy, I believe, is the last song of the uh, album as well. So Jay Z, Kanye, Washington is the was the best album 2011 for me. And Cut Carter, you can take us home. All right, man. That's why I like going last. I get to hear a bunch of the stuff that I didn't know <laughs> or that I didn't remember. Um, but that um. Like the game shout out stood out to me. Pretty much had some of the same albums as y'all. Um, so my honorable mentions. Uh, my honorable mentions. Hold up, cause my phone just came up. Yeah. All right. My honorable mentions. All right. Honorable mentions. Best day ever. Mac Miller. Childish Gambino. Camp. J. Cole, Sideline Story, Ambition, Wale, The Game, Red Album, Carter Foe, and oh, my 10th, I Can't Make Them Co-Exist. I got to leave one of these ladies off who I feel like had probably the biggest year that year, but uh, I can't take the queen off my top 10 because she's the queen. So I just put a Dale 21 as my honorable mention. Great album, Rolling in the Deep, Set Fire to the Rain, Someone Like You. 21 years old, <laughs> snatching up all the Grammys. All right, number 10. I got Beyonce 4. My favorite song on there is I Miss You and Let's Start Over. And then I don't know, fellas, you know, I don't know if y'all living like me, but you, if you never had a girl give you a lap dance to dance for you, it's a, it's an experience. Also a good song on there. And then it was a good album for the ladies. It had the I'll single be, ladies on there. Oh, you're right, bro. Yeah, getting get dancing to that song in 2011. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm just putting the, putting the world on. And then number nine, debut album. It used to be one of my favorite rappers at the time. ASAP Rocky, Live Love ASAP, came out in 2011. One of, had some of my bangers on there. Yeah. Had, um. oh wait, I'm tripping. Not debut album, sorry. I apologize. It's the mixtape, but I still enjoyed the mixtape. It's Love Live, Live Love ASAP. Palace, Brand New Guy, Rolling Up, Demons, Out of This World. That was my first introduction to ASAP Rocky. And I was like, bro, I really like this dude. He sound like he's from, from the South. He sound like he's from Houston or from New Orleans. He got the, he rapped like us, but he's from New York. But I, I appreciate his style and his charisma coming into the game. Number eight, I have one of my favorite rappers at this time in my life, Big Sean, Finally Famous. Good debut. Favorite song on there is probably Don't Tell Me You Love Me. Uh, and his storytelling was good. He was coming off a great mixtape run. High is also one of my favorites, and uh, Wait For Me is good as well. And my last was the single, and everybody know my last when they come on. Um, 
Number seven, another debut. Wiz Khalifa, Rolling Papers. I had to play that album Monday for the 10-year anniversary, and I realized, like, I used to know all of these songs. Like, my word for word, still know some of them. Favorites on there was When I'm Gone, Wake Up, No Sleep, um, Hopes and Dreams. So, yeah, I felt like it was a good debut. Number six, nobody had this, but it's a mixtape. Lil Wayne, Sorry for the Wait. <laughs> Sorry for the Wait is timeless. It got that... G5 sitting on the run. My way. <laughs> I forgot that Beyonce. That, concert, that was hard. I can't, right, that rolling. And he had uh, the Racks remix. He had, um, he said, I got the gas in the duffel bag. I got the Glock already cocked. Boom. <laughs> they did the Miguel short thing. That's when my boy was taking everybody's song, making it his for sure. And he had the the uh, critically acclaimed Lil B debut on a, a Lil Wayne song at Grove Street. Yeah, I do my thing. And it was, uh, yeah, uh, I did, I, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was my jump back then, man. Um, Number five, Nostalgia Ultra, another debut. It's only, bro, I still play that to this day and it's crazy that I couldn't put it in my top five because I love everything before it a little bit more. My favorites on there were like Dust and American Wedding and Strawberry Swing. But number four, I had to give it to my boy who's been like my favorite for like the last consecutive couple of years. The Weekend, number four, House of Balloons. Um, another debut, first introduction to him. Like this is the year I'm, I'm figuring out my, I guess I'm finding myself and what my music sense is because I'm finding all these new artists like never before. House of Balloons, man. High for this. House of Balloons, Glass Table Girls, The Morning, Wicked Games, The Knowing. It's just so much I can say about it. Loft music, Coming Down. But my favorite is probably The Knowing because it's the longest song, but that's like a, a roller coaster ride of emotions that he gave you on that one. Number three, Chris Brown fame. I, bro, this man has been around since I was like, what, 12, 11? I don't know. But the music to me, this is when he was in his, I'm not gonna say his prime, but he was, cause he's still making good music, but this was, this was the band, this was it. This is coming off Fan of a Fan mixtape with Tiger. That was one of my favorite mixtapes of all time. Then he comes and drops this. And I'm like, bro, he put deuces on here. He put no BS on here. He put look at me now on here. She ain't you, next to you with Bieber. Yeah. If I had to pick a favorite, I guess I'll pick All Back. Cause it's not the it's not the radio song, but it's a good song. I cried on the school bus to that song, bro. You cried. You wanted the you wanted it all back. I want it all. Yeah, want it all. Yeah. Now, beautiful people is a good song on there as well. Should have kissed you. Went to bed with Luda. And bro, as I get older, I go I go back and listen to this album, and I add more songs. So like, I didn't have big for it downloaded, but I went downloaded again, bro. Again. 2012 wasn't even on his album. I don't, yeah, it wasn't. Boy, you know what I'm saying? If you had a girlfriend during them times, mm, it was lit. Uh, number two, Watch the Throne. Easily. Top two for that year. Uh, Kanye, Drake. I mean, Kanye and Jay-Z. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about my number one. <laughs> Kanye and Jay-Z on Watch the Throne. Um, like, talk about a flawless debut duo album it ain't too many of those and they kanye on the production jay-z bars plus kanye bars 
Um, if I had to pick a song off there, it was my favorite. It'd probably be um, that's hard to do. But 1985, I, I White Lamborghini Contage, two of them. <laughs> I'm gonna go lift off. Lift off is my favorite, and um, the joy is up there too for me with Curtis Mayfield. All right, and number one, my probably in my top five albums ever, all time for me. Drake, take care. I was just listening to it this week. Rod Wave actually did a, a cover of Over My Dead Body on his album, which made, that's what made me go back and listen to it. So uh, take care, man. There's nothing I could, I really have nothing bad to say about this album, um, especially with the bonus tracks. The bonus tracks, um, if I had to pick a top three off here, Hate Sleeping Alone, duh. Marvin's Room, duh. And then, um, and that's the hard to pick the last spot, but I guess I'll go. Um, cameras go, cameras good ones go or doing it wrong. Uh, again, I, to me, this was just like a as a second album. This is as good as it's gonna get for somebody's sophomore album, and uh, this was what put Drake into my like. Drake was my guy after this. Went to the concert for this. Got my aisle crew neck after this. Uh, it was Team OVO. Team OVO. Had you blowing like a seed, folks? OVO, I was real OVO. And then, oh, I can't. The single, Headlines, arguably one of the best and most known singles ever. Like, I'm talking about, we were in a club like three, four years ago, and they played this song, and people was acting like it had just dropped. Yeah, it was hard. He, he, he ran that. <laughs> Walked it, ran it, all that. Long jumped it, he killed it. So that's my top 10 from 2011. My first time doing something like this or bringing something like this to the podcast. I enjoyed it. Made you think back to good music. And I'm about to go listen to some of this like that Adele. I'm about to go listen to some of that Adele. Never thought I'd find someone like you. But I'm saying, 21 years old, she was making that. And I didn't appreciate it till I got grown. Because at first I was like, eh, I don't hear that. Yeah, some people still be growing and enjoy Cardi like Jayla. Now, how about that? And then, <laughs> how about that? Hey, that rolling in the deep with the beat when they put the New Orleans bounce to it. Mm. That rolling in the deep and they put the New Orleans beat to it. That, that junk, that's a staple in the city. They still play that. <laughs> and that is our top 10 motivated and top 10 albums of 2011. Is there any news breaking? Is that a podcast? I'm hungry. I'm always hungry. Yeah, opening day tomorrow. They drafting. So, yeah. MLB opening. Y'all drafting now? We <laughs> started at nine. Oh. <laughs> I started at. 9.30? Oh. Uh, best of luck to you, Gold Boys, and your fantasy football, I mean, fantasy baseball season. Good luck. I, could, I, I couldn't put $50 as a donation again. Yeah, I couldn't do that. All <laughs> yeah, I could not do that. I just donated 50 to two basketball leagues each because I don't think I'm going to make the playoffs in either oh, one. I'm both. You are going to make the playoffs. And your league is not – if I win this weekend, I win. I got to win. I, if I lose – Who's again and somebody else wins? Only team you gotta worry about that's behind you is my dad team. Your dad is above me now. I fell below him. Oh, you're it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis getting hurt, bro. It's just it's just a lot, bro. And then and Jerry Lee got and Jerry Lee, I'm I'm like seven seed, but it's like I'm beating the hell out of Boozer though. So I'm like, I might be good. I don't know. Jeremy Grant hurt, Bradley Bill not playing. So all right. <laughs> Said all right. Uh, is that a podcast? It is. And this will conclude episode ninety-seven of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Available to you on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. No Stitcher. I don't know why I keep saying that. Train of thought. 
uh, follow us at Pack Life Powder, Pack Life Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Beside me is my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Maybe Cut Bag of me is uh, first round, Mr. Jalen Benjamin. You appreciate y'all having me. Hey, packbrand.net, go and grab your gear. We got the My Life Matters shirts for $25 right now. Go on and cop that. Thank you for your support. Love. And last but not least, we got my boy, Mr. Johnny Mars. Sir, go Bulls. Yes, sir. And I'm your host, Bruce Carter. Uh, check out that new 1v1 episode, what I did with uh, CAU head coach of football, Tim Bowens. Got more 1v1 on the way. Got uh, got some professional athletes on the way, man. We're going we gonna to do something nice for the 1v1. So stay on the lookout for that. Another work about me and my bros. So, And thank you for tuning in Rock with us, episode 97. Uh, three, three episodes away from 100. Uh, we will be live. So look forward to that. We may do a special that's live, too. Well, you know, live. Live is in person, so it's not live, live, but in person. I can't bring these boys in person yet. You gotta, not yet. You gotta, gotta clean up some things. But we out of here, though. New Pack Life.